Hello. <laughs> and, <laughs> and welcome to Next One's Coming Faster. A Justified Rewatch Reaction Pod. And a City Primeval Reaction Pod. Zach, Ogis, how are you guys doing tonight? Uh, hello, Bobby. This is Ogis, and I, um, I'm doing well, and I'm happy to be back on the pod. Thanks for inviting me, and You're I welcome. am indeed here. Great. Uh, Zach, how about you? Yeah, this is Zach now. Um, I'm doing well, Bobby. Thanks for asking. Glad to have Ogis and you here. The whole the trio, the whole the three of us back together again. All right. I got to come clean. Ogis isn't here. Uh, what? Zach, you did a, a great impression to try to help Ogis save face, mm-hmm. but he is... Uh, he was witnessing the Yankees lose a baseball game and could not make it tonight. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry to the listeners that I tried to deceive you. I immediately regretted it because it didn't work. Um, <laughs> not because you felt bad, just yeah, because we didn't pull it off. I got caught. If I had not been caught, I would have felt fine about the whole thing but um you know that song don't pretend you're sorry because you're not yeah i don't know it when but you it, know you're only sorry you got caught it sounds Something applicable like yeah yeah uh anyway we're covering the seventh episode the penultimate episode of city primeval this is an instant reaction we're going to talk about it for a little bit and then we'll dive deeper into it tomorrow when ogis will actually be here or Zach will have gotten so good at impersonating him that you won't be able to tell. But he will actually be here. Good. Uh, before I go into the plot synopsis, let us, by us I mean me, shout out the patrons. I had way too many tabs open. I was, <laughs> I had an IMDb for Apocalypse Now and the movie Jack. And if you know the connection between those two films, let us know. Without looking it up, I'd be impressed. I'm sure people know, but not everyone. Let's shout out the patrons. Did my voice just... (laughs) Anyway. Julie. Mad Max. Heather. Jeff. My wife, Mora. And our Mags Bennett Legacy Deal Tier members. Rob, Spencer, and Kyle. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Now, we've shouted out the patrons, and we're ready to talk about episode seven of City Primeval. Can I just say something really quick? I have a yes. message for Ogis. Okay. Ogis, you have broken my heart and also my leg. <laughs> you know, that's not too far off from your current situation. That's true, Bobby. I ha- currently have a broken foot. Mm-hmm. And, and Ogis did it. it Ogis, full disclosure, Ogis did not, was not responsible, but it, I'm a little bit irritated at Ogis because he's not here. So I'm emotionally, I'm going to hold mm-hmm. him responsible for myself. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this was episode seven, The Smoking Gun. The IMDb plot synopsis. Raylan and Manziel showdown. Okay. What's going on on IMTB? That is not what happens in this episode. 
at all. <laughs> what if it was like, there's 40 minutes of stuff, and then Raylan and Manzel sit down for a quiet conversation <laughs> before they're interrupted by an outside source. Was that the entire synopsis? It, it That's really the whole is. thing. Wow. That's the whole thing on IMDb. I don't know who's in charge of that, but maybe it's maybe it's an intern, as people like to say about social media for different companies. I know this isn't social media. But anyway, can I make a complaint about this episode before we rate it? Please do. Here's my major complaint. Are you ready? Yes. I want to see I want to see the next one. Yeah. I wish that uh that I was watching the next one now. Cuz it my complaint is that it left me wanting more justified mm. tonight, not next Tuesday, but right now. So the complaint is almost more with the format of the show that it's being released weekly instead of as a streamable I think really my complaint is a little facetious in that I liked the episode very much and I just want more right now. Yeah, it we've accused an episode of or two this se- this season for being a setup. I think Ogis one, once accused one of the episodes of that and we pushed back a little on that. I forget that was earlier. He season. recanted. Yeah, he he eventually was shamed into recanting. But um this truly was kind of a setup episode. And uh, I agree. It's we nothing momentous really happened. All the dominoes are set up and ready to fall, but we're going to have to wait seven more days before we can see what they look like when they're toppled over. If you, if you follow my metaphor. I do follow it. What do you want to rate this episode, Zach? I I think I'm going to give it an eight. I'm sort of vacillating between seven and a half and eight. Um, and I think I'm pushing it to eight because while it was a setup episode in many ways, we did get some meaty Raylan Manziel. I mean, you know, I wouldn't exactly call it a showdown, but there was some nice verbal sparring. It, it was, was. It would have been a showdown if not for the way that that scene ends, yeah. right, with them being right. interrupted. Something right. was about to go down. But there was that that nice sizzling sense of suspense that this. I feel like this yeah. series has done a really good job of creating. I mean, we we praised that specifically in the in the Sweetie death scene in episode six, which really had like a slow building. Uh, tension. Were you shocked that this episode opened with Sweetie? <laughs> with Sweetie, who in 1988, which does this have, does this series take place in the in the present day in 2023? I forget what year it actually is. It just sort of ballpark. Now. Yeah. So that it, might, f- it actually might even be it might be the future actually because I think it's it's 15 years yeah, right. after Raylan leaves Kentucky which is actually like 10 years after the show ended but I just I always forget if the the show actually end I don't think the show actually ended in the year yeah. that the show ended in so well ballpark it's so it's probably further than it's longer than 35 years ago 1988 which is what it would be if the show took place in 2023 and Sweetie, right. how old is Sweetie, Sweetie. in the present day <laughs> I mean he's probably like what is he like between 56 and 63 maybe i don't know he's like but he's probably supposed to be like 70 or so. you know what i mean in like, the show how old well, so, is vondi curtis hall 
That's a good question. Uh, you know what? I'm going to mute my mic and, and look that okay. up while you say things about it. Okay. Well, as I'm sure all the viewers notice, and this, you don't, you know, it's not really necessary for me to nick, nitpick this, but it just was funny to me that he looked like exactly the same. I mean, they had his his face kind of poorly. He's 72. Lit. Wow. He's a really so good looking 72. That in mind, if you go back. 30 something years He'd be or whatever. Yeah. If it were 30 so it's not that crazy. He could just be one of those people that's always looked old. He's all, yeah. He's know? got a little bit of a rugged, but, or, or kind of has always, or like stopped aging at a, you know, in there. Cause he doesn't, he's not an old 70. He's definitely a young 72. Right. So he was an old 37 and that kind of parlayed into a, into a young. I was wondering if the Carolyn age lined up, but I guess it does. Yeah, I would say she would, if what, they, she's like 12 there. and maybe. I picture them having more of like a 15-year age gap, but it's clearly more of like a 30-year age gap. So yeah, yeah. 25-plus-year age gap. So I guess it, it lines up. But it, it was it was fun seeing Sweetie suddenly after, after he was taken from us. We got him right back. I was happy about that. And he's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really <Yeah>. um <laughs> i have nothing to follow that up with uh i'm gonna rate this an 8.5 okay i i actually despite it being a lot of setup i did feel like a lot happened uh and i enjoyed a lot of it i mean there was one big payoff in this episode or i don't know if payoff's the right word but you know a lot of people have speculated yes. that yeah. maureen is dirty and or so it seems like more of Maureen is in the book, not necessarily dirty. Or, well, I guess dirty in the sense that we would, you know, it sounds like what Brill was describing. They were getting people locked up for things maybe they didn't do, but knowing they did something else, which is That's you know, kind of pretty playing. Strange. Yeah. Right. Although, all right, I have two, my two favorite moments from this episode. Okay. I'll, I'll say them now. And this is partially... This first one is partially why I'm rating it an 8.5, maybe. I loved Raylan and Wendell watching that interrogation scene. Hmm. The, like, kind of, like, looks back and forth. You can, it seems very clear that Wendell is not in on this, mm -hmm. right? He Because he seemed kind of perturbed by what was going on, despite last episode him being very, like, I don't want to know. I don't want to, you know, like, I'm going to put my fingers in my ears and not, mm. you know. I really watched. I really liked watching Raylan watch that happen. Um, I thought that was really good. Classic, you know, a lot of face acting from Timothy Olyphant. He's yeah. not saying a lot there, but he's how, conveying. How would you describe his expression in that moment? I feel like it was. I don't. I don't know if I have a single word for it, but like it dawning on him over the course of that scene, and like a kind of like. Almost, you know what? This is how I would describe his expression. You got to be shitting me. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of what was happening for him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe with a little more anger. Right. Do you have a a descriptor? Actually, no. I I feel like that scene kind of went over my head. Like it. I I don't mean to say I didn't understand what was happening, but I kind of. You didn't get it. So <laughs> uh, let me explain. The she's gonna frame this guy. <laughs> I like. I wasn't paying enough attention I'll, on the rewatch. I'll have to pay closer attention to Wendell and Raylan's 
response. I, Cause I think I was so focused on what she was doing and kind of mm-hmm. being realizing that this is the reveal that she is what we feared or what I feared she might be. Or They are who we thought they were. Exactly. Exactly. And playoffs. <laughs> I was like, I was actually a little disappointed by that scene because it was irritating what she was doing, obviously. Mm. And it just kind of, I was like, okay, this is the, this is it. Okay. It's, it's Maureen. And she's just like very obviously trying to frame this person who Raylan and Wendell know is not responsible. And right. Like, well, you know what I liked was the kind of, what I think was a little bit of a subversion of expectations was two things. One, it's like, oh, it's her and Brill. But then you mm-hmm. get that scene where Brill comes to him in the car. And at first, I was like, oh, this fucking guy. Like, I was annoyed by that, the scene with Brill and, and Raylan until he gave him the gun. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy just like, what, needs to get this off his chest and like feel better. And then I was like, oh. So I actually, I really liked that. Like, because that subverted our expectations. Because I think yeah. if anything, we would have thought he would have been dirtier than right, right, right. Maureen. Yeah, I also liked that. That kind of made the Maureen scene even a little more sad. Like that whole situation was wrapped up a little bit more nicely yeah. and satisfyingly because of that end to that scene. Right. And I like that, you know, as much as I would say I don't agree with it, he clearly has some kind of a code. Like he says the thing, like I've sent people away for maybe things they didn't do, but not anybody who didn't deserve it. But I didn't send anybody up. Like I essentially didn't yeah. just frame an innocent just person. Just to get a win, I think he said. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, I uh, I like that. As soon as Raylan gave her the gun, I was like, oh. Did you know? When he gave her the gun, I was like, oh, it's definitely I her. was thinking, <laughs> like, yes, if this is the card the show wants to play, it's all set up for that. And too right. bad that Raylan has trusted this person who who told him pretending is her is her game. And again, Joanna right. Robinson and, and those folks saw it from the beginning. They knew I, the Prestige TV pod. They knew. They knew. That's why they're so prestigious. They knew. Prestigious. They knew, and they let it happen. <laughs> um, any other big takeaways or standout moments for you? Um, I liked Skender's return. <laughs> I yeah, think it was gonna... fun watching a subdued Skender. Yeah, I, I somehow he just has the best lines. I mean, I quoted. His, his, you have broken my heart and also my leg, which I thought was yeah. really, I almost like actually laughed out loud at that one. Um, I just like having him in the show. I'm probably going to want to recap that scene in detail on tomorrow's right. podcast. I enjoyed having him back. Yes. yes. And that the end of that scene when he, yeah, I knew that it was, I knew when he told her like, oh, come here. I knew he wasn't going to just forgive her, but I was not expecting necessarily him to say that i thought maybe he was gonna like you know pull her close and be like fuck you or something yeah, but yeah to say like you're a dead woman yeah Ooh. that was kind of intense it, it was a big sandy episode she yeah. um she was in a lot of pivotal scenes and one of the other moments small moments i liked from her was when raylan is talking to her in dell's apartment and she, he's like why are you with this guy why are you sticking with this guy and she right. says, he's fun. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> wow. Okay. It's, it's, I think we've, we've been debating throughout this season, like 
how smart is Sandy? Like, how with it is she? Is she really just mm-hmm. a total, like, rube that is being taken advantage of? Or is she, like, capable of being independent? And that line kind of, like, <laughs> I don't know if that made me think more or less of her, but it's just funny that she's with him because he's a criminal and he's kind of an adventurous guy and she's along for the ride. But good Lord. Has I think that she is, it's hard to take like, anything she says at face value. Cause then a cup, the next scene that she's talking to Raylan after she helps him set up Clement, then she says like, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. I want to go back to school. I want to like date yeah. a nice guy. And it's like, just, you know, hours ago in the episode timeline, you were saying like, I'm with this murderer because he's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was, that was kind of a groaner moment, what she was saying. And I was waiting for Raylan's, I was very curious about how he would respond. Like, was he going to, would he be very sympathetic towards her? I was expecting a bit of a quip and he kind of does neither. He's just unsympathetic. And it's just like, give me your phone. He doesn't make fun of her for it, but he doesn't empathize at all or anything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I guess those are my, I've got a few more, but yeah, go, go ahead. The other two big ones for me that I think are, they go hand in hand. Well, one is Albanians are back, which I, I think everyone's happy for, Uh, you know, I don't know, but I think a lot of people would have reasonably been like, what the fuck if we didn't see them again? It seems like they are a major part of the last episode. I don't know if you watched a little preview. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that and what's up with Carolyn? Was she there under duress? Because it, it looked like she was just chummy with them. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that was... Oh, and maybe that's what was happening there. She was trying to set up Clement. And Ray, that's why she said, Raylan, let's get a drink. Okay. Yeah. Like, don't go there. She's yeah. trying to send like a, okay. hey. I just, I just had that realization, which was probably kind of obvious. And yet I didn't even pick up on it either. So that I'm glad that you said it. <laughs> but that makes sense. That's what I'm here for. Yes. Uh, uh, I liked, I liked uh, returning to Oklahoma a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hearing about, hearing about Clement's mom. Unfortunately, we didn't get her yelling and being swept <laughs> up by a tornado again. But. Which, by the way, that's another thing the Prestige TV pod was right about. They were like, that's got to come back up. And I remember listening to that episode and thinking in my head, like, no, it doesn't. I remember. So, yeah, you know, Prestige TV Pod 2, Bobby Zero. Yeah, they are on the ball, this this podcast. They do a good job over there. Yeah. It's a, it's actually, some might feel like a, a competitive thing, but A... They're a much bigger pod than us, so I don't really feel... It's like me feeling competitive when I'm playing flag football and I'm thinking about Patrick Mahomes or something. Yeah. Um, But also, I think that their analysis of the episodes is pretty different than ours, so I think it's worth listening to both. Yeah, their analysis is very good, and ours is very, very poor. Yeah. Very, very poor. If you're still listening, we're sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. We're trying. Oh, okay. I got one other standout moment that I... And I okay. I want to also recap this tomorrow. But Sandy, the, the intercourse scene. Mm. Um, 
and what particularly what precedes the intercourse is what I was drawn to, um, which was Sandy preying on Manziel's one weakness being his, Mm -hmm. his musicianship and wanting to playing the finally playing the, or what she thinks is the trump card of show me your music, you know? Right. And Which I think she was right. She was right. That was a very intense scene, though, for me, because I was like, does he know he's being manipulated? Like, right. is he about to lash out? Like, or is he just, is that, is that really his Achilles heel? That, right. that he, he can't resist someone showing interest in his, in his music. It's kind of like a yeah. funny element to the Manzo character that keeps. Right. Keeps Even in the going. sweetie death scene. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Of course, that so. ended very poorly, and I was concerned that the Sandy True. would face a similar end there. But luckily, she escaped. She escaped with a little bit of uh, sex, which might be we've all we've all been there. <laughs> we've all had we've all had intercourse. Everyone to, to get away from a situation. Oh, I thought you meant just in general. We've all been there. We've all had to convince someone we like their music <laughs> by having sex with them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're going down some roads tonight, folks. The old town road. Mm. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, the only other thing I'll say is uh, we got the return of a couple. We got Toma and Besnik, the Albanians we spent the most time with besides uh, Ivan Drago or whatever the other one's name was <laughs> that, that died. <laughs> In the, <laughs> from Rocky Four, he kind of has a Drago sense to him. Yeah, I can see that. I think. Um, and then we met two new characters. Dell, the high roller, mm-hmm. came and went pretty quickly. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> After explaining what Twitter was, he was killed. <laughs> and and Daryl, the uh, PCP user. Yes. So, yes. And innocent man. <laughs> Um, so maybe we'll see Daryl again. I don't know, but we're not going to be seeing, seeing Dell again. What if the next episode opens with a Dell flash from 1988? <laughs> what Dell is doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, we got one episode left. I mean, we, we're going to do the deep dive where we'll talk a lot more about this, but I am really looking forward to the finale. Yeah. I, I'm, I share your sentiment of, Wishing I could watch it immediately. You know, we were spoiled with that in our with rewatch the of the main series. But uh, oh yes, yeah. I thought you meant the first two episodes of this season. Oh well, that too. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna have to watch TV the old-fashioned way this time. It's better for talking about it though that we get to break down this episode and talk about it, and then next week we get to watch another one. It's like we can go more and because it would. It'd be really easy to gloss over this episode. I imagine if if it was this and the finale, we'd be, and we did them as a combined pod. We'd probably talk about this episode for like fifteen minutes, and then you know, I imagine. And I remember some of the critic reviews I read before this season came out spoke highly of the end of the season. So, mm. interested to see where it goes. Expectations yeah. are high. I'm very curious what the finale is going to like how satisfying it will be because it feels lined up for a really strong ending, both because of what you just said and just like, it just it's seemed, been building. Yeah. It's been building and they, they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of 
things to tie up, but it feels like they're ready to be tied up. I hope that Maureen does not, I hope that the last image of her is not her with her hands cuffed behind her back being led into a jail. I feel like. Oh, so you want her to die. (laughs) (laughs) I want her to like, I don't know what I want. I want something. I want a good ending for Maureen. But maybe that's her go, Her being punished is a good ending. Just ending. It reminds me of a film I've seen many times, The Godfather Part 2. Mm. Not a film that I recently watched for the first time. She should open up her veins in a oh. bathtub. Oh. <laughs> in the custody maybe, of the FBI. <laughs> maybe someone should take her fishing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Raylan. Raylan goes, they go fishing on Lake Erie or, or whatever. Whatever great lake is right there. Or... Or she could uh, just end up in her, you know, her big lake house alone. <laughs> just thinking just con- about what she's done. Her, yeah. Her road to this this moment of this downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be funny if she just wasn't in the last episode at all. It's. I guess that's possible, right? Because it, it actually, the way that it's set up, it seems like it's going to be pretty Raylan and Manziel focused. But you would think we'd see a bit more of the the Detroit PD. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of yeah, like. I'm sure. I'm sure. Prologue or epilogue, I should say. Um, yeah. We'll see. But uh, until Friday. Not for you, Zach. You and I will talk tomorrow on Wednesday. But for everyone else, until Friday. That to see this doesn't make. I want to say we'll see you next time. But until Friday, we'll see you next time. Is not a cohesive way to communicate. Yeah. We'll see you next time on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) On next one's coming faster. Nailed it. Bye. Thanks for listening to Next One's Coming Faster, hosted by me. Bobby and my co-hosts Zach and Ogis. Next one's coming faster is available wherever you find your podcasts.